Fallen! You gotta stop looking back. When you get looking back, is a stiff neck. Listen, there's only one flavor to a margarita, and it ain't strawberry. You know, find social groups, hang out with like-minded people. We're gonna talk about whatever the fuck we wanna talk about. How's that? Have you ever had a corned beef taco with mustard? All right, all right. Everybody take a knee, drink some water. I know you all want to get the fuck out of here, so let's get this show started. Yes. So, well, all right, I, so I appreciate hey, the no, fact that you, go ahead. I, start I, over now. Tell us again what you thought the corned beef taco reference in I, you the know, intro was. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest with you guys, okay? I you know I was listening to you know obviously you know, your first broadcast and things like that, and I heard about the corned beef taco with mustard. Yeah, that's on the intro. So yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm okay. Well, okay, this is definitely a bad vagina reference, and we've all been there. <laughs> that's so what you thought. That's what yeah. I really thought that that was the origin of the corned beef taco with mustard. Yeah, I'm like that's some fucking nasty bad shit. That's, that's bizarre so, right there, right? That's the, so, I never thought of it that way. Get to the fucking clinic and get a fucking shot. So I, if, I, if I break this down, if I kind of uh-huh. deconstruct the taco, then I would assume that the, the corned beef would be like meat curtains. <laughs> the mustard some type of discharge. <laughs> I swear to God, where do we find these fucking guests? Even, pen- even penicillin won't kill. Yeah, I don't think no, so. I don't, not no. that. Not and, in, and in reality, it was innocent. It's just a, an ethnic food because, you know, I come yeah, from an Irish-Mexican household. Well, you know, I'm just fucked up, so that's just what I think about it. Yeah, dumb shit. <laughs> That's how they think in the Marine Corps. So I wonder who right? I was in the army, man. Oh, where are you? you're wearing red and yellow. I, I know, man. No, you're you throwing me off now. <laughs> so I wonder how many people think uh, we should take a poll. What what it actually take means? A poll, we take should. A poll. We should. I wonder if they all know the you actual should, story. You should put it out like on Facebook. You know, what do you before think? Before we air this episode, <laughs> when Abe says you should write beef, taco and mustard, yeah, what, what do you is think that? that means and then find out you. on the next episode with Chris and see what as we get to the <laughs> Some, bottom of the mystery of the corn. Mystery is solved, man. Someone just showed me how to do polls on Instagram. Yeah, guess who? <laughs> oh shit! And so uh, you so know what's going to be funny is like that's why I've even been watching those you know, stories some, on Instagram. There's some, right? there's some bilingual person, the one bilingual listener we have, you yeah. know, and they were like. They had the podcast on in the kitchen. They were like, huh? ¿Cómo? ¿Qué es ¿Cómo? un corned beef taco? Corned beef taco. They were all asking <laughs> No mames, way. Their nana's over there. Cochino! No me dices! By the way, I just wanted to say that uh, I've been recording here, and I am too lazy to edit this out, so we are going to start the show just like this. This is the way we should. Well, you always fuck up the counter. You know, the, the counter yeah, anyway, so, so fuck, it, fuck it. Go for it. By the way, that, that is the... Uh, we're off to a hell of a fucking start. The, uh, the uh, wonderful uh, Chris Yeah, who the Flowers? fuck is this guy? Chris Flowers. Is that really your name? That really is Chris that's Flowers. Not that's not a made-up scheme. marketing name. Flowers. No. It's you think I would fucking make that shit up? I don't know. Really? It's a cool Cristobal name. Flores. No, when my, when my grandfather came over from Portugal. Okay. Oh, so you're Portuguese. Oh. I'm Portuguese and Italian. Okay? okay. So my grandfather came over from Portugal, and it was supposed to be felinho, like flour, like yeah. you bake with. My, my grandfather was 12 years old. Okay, he didn't speak a word of English. He didn't come with anybody. He didn't. He just he wanted a boat by himself. No, he just wanted to say fuck it. I'm gonna. I want to be an American. His he, parents. He, said, he just bounced. He got on a boat fuck and out. fucking bounced. Right. They said bafo the, bule and he got on the bus. <laughs> to the boat. So <laughs> he got you know and they when he got to Ellis Island they just you know he just said you know they just gave him the name because it was supposed to be yeah. like flour like you so bake with said, yeah. So he just I don't give a shit. Just call me fucking American. You know and he, yeah. He, yeah. yeah flowers yeah. That's cool. Care. And then just 12 years old and got off the ship. and. So you think about those immigration days, right? And so just hearing this brief little story, it makes my mind like go a million miles an hour, right? So you have this half Italian, half Portugal kid, right? Do you imagine that nowadays if fucking somebody let their kid go like that? Just like that? Like yeah. if, if I want to let my kids kid, out in the fucking front yard. Yeah, what are you so talking about? Day, they <laughs> put this kid out on a boat, risk his life, he gets to Ellis Island, right? Now here's where I start going off the rails, right? <laughs> I wonder who greeted him. <laughs> Nobody. No, because they're obviously immigration there. Yeah. Right? Well, somebody. Border yeah, patrols yeah. or whoever, whoever the fuck it is. And they make them sign that book where yeah, they sign yeah, in, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the, for someone to know that Fellino, right? Fellino. Yeah. Fellino meant flower. I guarantee it was either a Portuguese guy or an Italian dude that was in charge that day. Right. And was like, look at this little guinea. You know what? You're flowers. You're flowers now. Uh, fuck this guy. His name's flowers. You know? <laughs> and now you're here. You know, 100 years later, let's say, I don't even know the exact time frame, and you're third generation, I'm going to assume. Yeah, know, well, second generation of my father's Second side, generation, yeah. but third generation from the boat ride, right? Second. Well, no, because your dad was first. My, yeah, your, my your dad. Your grandpa was the first. No, he, he wasn't born. He was born in Right, Portugal. he was the boat. Uh, yeah, he so was the boat. You're so generation my, three. Dad was two. Dad was born here, and I was born here. So. Right, so you're the third generation of man, though. Second generation of immigrants. 
Born here. Born here. Whatever. I'm, we're all fucking confused. <laughs> I'm lost, dude. The, the Wait, what fucking are, army guys get together and look are, at the, Well, I don't have that trying to do math. We're trying shit. to figure out folks and immigration. And we Last still, names. You know, I mean, look at... Fuck, man. Anyway, my point being is... <laughs> Here you are. It's my. It's 2018. You. Your name is Flowers. Hundred years later. <laughs> so, can you imagine nowadays, though, if you look at their story of immigration, right? So this young child wanted freedom and opportunity so bad that this is how he risked it, right? Yeah. Not like you, where you just got a bus and went across a bridge into El Paso. I didn't even get a bus. We, we, had, a, a we had a van. We had a, we had he a was white. on some other chick's tit and he just we came had. in with. And there you go. <laughs> right? He did the podcast. But my point is, I'm glad can, what, a, what a great fucking story. Now he, he's a service member. He's an entrepreneur. Humble beginnings is what I'm driving at. You know, yeah. and that used to be the American yeah. dream. That was the narrative of immigration. You know, yeah. and we're not going to take the show that way. I just wanted to. No, but that's a good. That uh, that's a good actually uh, intro because that is what uh, Chris is here to talk about. I, is uh, I don't want to get too heavy political and all this kind of shit. Yeah, I can go off the rails on this thing too. But you are. But but, but I, I will. But I must. But I will. But I, must. but I must. Okay, my wife's gonna be like, "Would you shut the fuck up?" No. So here, let me ask her. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you have her number? Dude? Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was awesome. So, what I think the difference is, is that my grandfather wanted to be American. He wanted he, he didn't want to turn this into Portugal because Portugal sucked. Yeah. Okay. He wanted to be an American. Yeah. And he was a Navy veteran, World War II veteran. Oh, he's a veteran too. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah. So, so he risked his life not only once but twice. Right. Three times. Correct. So. I think that's the difference nowadays. It's like, you know, there was pride being American. There was, a, you know, he wanted to be an American. He realized, hey, you know what? Yeah, Portugal sucks. This is a land of opportunity. You know, let's make it happen. Okay? Yeah. My grand, my grandparents, you know, uh, came from Italy. Same same kind of scenario. Not at 12 years old, but, say, you know, same thing. Right. Hey, I want to be an American. Right. I want to be an American. Where nowadays it seems like people want to come here and they want this to be the, the you know, like the country they just left. Well, that place sucked. Why, why do you want to make this place like that place? Again, okay. any email you want to send him, please address to Mario. <laughs> yeah. I, I get all the hate mail. He gets all the hate mail. <laughs> Who's that racist motherfucker that was in here no, talking I, no, all that I, shit? No, I see, I see what you're saying, right? And, and originally, America was great because of the diversity because people maintained a cultural identity. They did. Yeah. But they were Americans. But American. Right. We were and all they Americans. they learned the language. They learned... And, and again, there really is no... There are very few, very quintessential things that you can point to and go, that is 100% American culture and nothing else. Right. Because our food, our language, everything we have it's comes, all from, it's comes all mixed, from other yeah. countries, right? The only really Native American things that are 100% American are the Native Americans themselves and right. their cultures because right. they were here first, exactly. right? Exactly. But you, you raise a good point, and, you know, I think that, that it's kind yeah, of a... mac uh, and cheese is not uh, the American food, so... As much as you white people like to claim it, fuck it, dude, man. All right, you know, and while we're on that, Mexican people don't make pizzas, so fucking stop that shit. Hey, Mexican people make all the food in the no, U.S. No, but I mean, see, there's no such they thing work, as a Mexican pizza. That Taco Bell is not Mexican food, okay? Oh, a tostada is not a pizza. Taco okay? Bell is Taco not. Bell Taco is Bell is not, not food. I'm just period. Saying. It's not just not Mexican no, it's good food. At 2 it's not, it is good at two a.m. You're right, but nothing uh, better for you. <laughs> anyway, I think we're just hitting but, the same but, point. Yeah. You're right. It's all mixed culture. Right. You got Asian people making my Mexican food at Panda Express, or I mean at uh, at Taco Bell, yeah, well, and you got Mexicans hello? making Panda Express. <laughs> right? He was making KFC, Mario. You racist fuck. Mm, That's right. Yeah, the, well, Germans, the, Puerto Germans. Ricans, Puerto Rican. <laughs> <laughs> the Germans. The Germans. Actually, no, no. I, I do have stop. a stop. <laughs> in Chicago. Chicago. In Chicago, giant. when I lived, so all the uh, the the uh, the black people. Would be working all, at White Castle. The black people. The black people were working at White Castle. Don't worry, we have any listeners. And then, and then, <laughs> and then the uh, the Mexicans were working at KFC. Just saying, it was. Those are security protocols. They're both owned by Pepsi. <laughs> no shit. That was an HR. Policy. And I'm not kidding you. It was like that. It was just a, a weird thing. I don't know why. First of all, there's only two Mexicans in Chicago. No, there's a ton, no, there's dude. Not. I discovered there's a ton. Mexico, so there's no. There is. They don't uh, live in Chicago. Oh my goodness, there is. There are pockets of thousands pockets, of them. Mexican pockets. Are they all MS-13 or? No, those are Salvadorans. All, first yeah, of all. yeah. Okay, that's true. That's true. 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 If they're, you're gonna be racist, you have to be correct. You have to be correct. correct. That's okay. You have to be politically correct when you're being racist. No, no, no. There's not poli- okay. No, you have to be accurate. That's a better you have to be word. Accurate. You have to be accurate and you have to be funny. Those are only two rules. Okay. And, <laughs> you to- and you can't get upset if we make fun of you and you're racist as well, right? So I'll tell you a Mexican joke. I'll 
tell you an Irish joke, whatever, right? And if you tell me one, I can't get mad at you for doing it. You know what I mean? That's the rule. As long as it's funny. Oh, by the way, if before sucks, before you you go forward, I do want you to sign this this uh, this the, paper no, this, here, a waiver, uh, waiver. A waiver because uh, Abe might make you release. cry. Um, I, I actually, after the last few podcasts, um, I had to create this. Uh, I think Maloney's still crying about that fucking Lifetime Channel movie. I keep <laughs> specifically, yeah, specifically related to Abe's comments. So if you don't mind signing this piece, okay, yeah, that no matter what Abe that. says, no matter what he does, that he's even way, if it hurts your feelings. I'll try to keep my military bearing as long well as I can. You won't sue us. So, and if you did hear the, the little bonus clip on the last episode from the live episode, you know the rules. Here's some shit for you, right? If you know the rules I'm talking about. So we got G.I. Bill, Mario's fat, fuck. The mechanical oh, podcast. Oh, you do you remember veterans. them, man? You're good. Yeah. He's talking about the he's talking about the, yeah, the uh, drinking, drinking game bro- rules. Uh, drinking We're not supposed game. to know them, but now I know them. Yeah. GI well, Bill. you're also trying. You're supposed to be uh, professional about it. No fucking way, man. <laughs> I was going to start doing that at two o'clock in the morning, but I said if I start drinking at two o'clock, start in the morning, with coffee though. I'm First of all, why do you get up that early? There's nothing good happening. Well, at 2 actually, he, he there is a lot of good stuff. Well, let's talk about that. Now let's get into now that. Now that we man. know that as you're a, pro America, you hate fucking immigrants. And <laughs> <laughs> even though I am one. <laughs> no, you're not. You're, you're see, he's already forgotten see, his past. That's right. right. Yeah, that's <laughs> Grandpa was a fucking immigrant, yeah, but he he loved America. Not like. Mexicans. It's cool. Yeah. To, it's cool to be an immigrant these yeah. days. No. <laughs> it's cool to hate America. Is what he said. Yeah. That's what he was driving. At. Oh, is that what you're saying? He was yeah. saying that all these. You're anti american I think the exact I quote was his exact quote was all these new immigrants that aren't from Portugal and related to me are a bunch of asshole <laughs> anti-Americans. Damn right. right. They want to leave their kids and come to this country. Damn anchor babies and, now, and shit. See, he, leave your kids. Leave what your the wife. Fuck? Leave see, your wife. There you, see, that's <laughs> Hide his, your husband. That's his real voice. That's some bullshit. That's his real voice. He's trying voice. to piss me off, God damn it. He sounds Such like bitches. Just, that's the worst Cartman I've ever heard. <laughs> Screw you, man. Kiss my ass. Chris is acting like a dildo. <laughs> yeah, you're like a fucking dildo. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. I know you're recording, but... But uh, do you guys mind keeping that uh, dildo top down? <laughs> There's someone in the next room with one going, fuck, did they see me? Well, shit. Earlier... Some lesbian had fucking walked in. Before. Earlier, they had a... Uh, uh, like, I kept calling it CLS class, but it's a first aid class. Yeah. And they were doing like first aid for babies, first aid for adults and all that stuff. Yeah. So the, some of the videos they were playing were kind of... Um, uh, grotesque, funny and graphic. grotesque graphic. There was someone over there punching the shit out of a baby. It was well, great. They, they were had trying a, to do the Heimlich. Yeah, they were and the lady in the video just looked like she was knocking the crap out of it. They actually had a dummy too, right? Where they're yeah. practicing uh, CPR they and all that. They had the two stuff. fingers, right? Like if this was an art video show, you could see, but like just think of the two what fingers. What were they doing swipe. with the two fingers? And they were just like, oh. Oh, yeah. like boom, they didn't have the shock, boom. the shocker one. That, you know. There was no shocker attached, but I kept looking at it going, "That's a baby." They pulled the shocker out. I'm yeah, you want to wake, you want to, you want to wake someone up. Give them that shocker. I guarantee you, that'll, that'll wake someone up. But we digress again. So like, <laughs> this show's supposed to be about Chris. It's and supposed to be about Chris. And we're yes. talking about bad vag and shockers, man. Like, yeah, and immigrants. How are people going to trust you now with <laughs> all the things you said? So Jesus now that we've Christ. completely destroyed your credibility and labeled you as a racist. Tell us about your business, Chris. <laughs> How uh, do you help others? <laughs> How are you helping other veterans to be successful? Let me put on my serious voice here. Thank you. Um, no, so I've been in business development for 23 years. I've been in business lending, and I was a business development officer. And uh, the one thing I noticed when I was you know, talking to business owners of all different types, not necessarily you know, just veterans, but talking to business owners, is that they're so involved working in the business they're not necessarily working on the business because they're dealing with the day-to-day stuff. They're dealing with, you know, they're putting out the fires or, you know, dealing with orders or, you know, uh, you know, all the day-to-day stuff to where they're doing it, but they're not working on the brand. They're not working on the brand recognition. They're not working on right. building they're the brand. getting lost in the weeds. Right, exactly. checking out the whole picture. Especially, like, you know, especially when you're a one-man show starting out. You don't have the staff. You don't necessarily, you know, you don't have the time. You know, mm-hmm. because you're because you're you're doing the ordering, you're doing the producing, you're doing the, you know, all the different things. So, I'd uh, and me, I've always been a natural networking person. You know, like I said, I grew up in uh, Danbury, Connecticut, and I always had a network. Always, you know, everybody and everybody always came to me. Hey, you got a guy? Yeah, I got a guy. You know, or well, so you a, were that a guy. You were, the, you were the guy with the guy. Yeah, I was the connection guy. So um, I took that natural skill. And then I noticed, like I said, I, I saw the need for a lot of business owners that they don't necessarily have that guy. So I wanted to be that guy for them. And the main the main cause for Vets for Biz is to help companies generate revenue. 
But I said, I've been in the lending industry for a very long time, and I've helped generate a lot of debt. Okay, yeah. <laughs> and there's always a need for lending capital. We can get into all that in another show or something like that. But the really the genesis of what Vets for Biz is is to trying to help the business owners generate more revenue. Right. If I can bring you in that one extra customer you didn't have before, okay, and put that money, you know, in your, in your books, pocket, your books. You know what I mean? And that, that's that's what it's really all about. So then, how how do you do that? Well, I try to do it, you know, every way possible. Like I said I kind, of, I kind of call it firing for effect. Okay, being you know, being you're an artillery, yeah, 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 you know exactly you. what I'm talking about. So I'm, I mean, all guns are blazing all the time. So whether it's on social media, uh, I can do dedicated promotionals. I, you know, I, I call that an airstrike. Okay, so I might do an airstrike on your particular company. Okay. And that could be, you know, it's usually a minimum of once a month. But if you're having a special promo or an event or something like that, you know, it's real time. Okay, right. So I'm putting it out there like uh, Dave Rowe with One Buckeye Plumbing. You know, he's hiring right now. He's looking for a plumber. Okay. So I put that out there this morning. Okay. Okay. So all, anything that's going to draw attention to that business or anything, you know, or, or meet the need. And when you say put it out there on social media, Facebook, Facebook, Instagram, Instagram Twitter, Google Plus, Twitter, um, uh, Google Business, what's Tumblr? So you got all that, yeah. All, all those, yeah. And, it, and it, it's constantly evolving and growing. And of course, grinder, grinder. <laughs> Going back to the taco thing. Using, using, yeah, using all the. No, uh, uh, joking around, obviously. But yeah. so basically, any social media platform out there. What other forms? Any other forms of media that you're doing as well? Or any like newspapers or ads anywhere? Uh, well, I say I do uh, email blasts and uh, not necessarily doing papers. Just that podcast. I mean, you guys have been well, yeah, a great pod, supporter. Yeah, yeah. You know, I was doing podcasts, so I, was, I definitely appreciate you guys. You know, let me get on the air. Yeah, and the talk twenty about people it. that hear us really hey, are. Man. You know, you're I reaching them. 21 21 entrepreneurs yeah so but it's constantly it's constantly evolving and constantly growing so you know any different medium that i can get on you know i said i'm gonna start working on trying to get on the radio you know what i mean yeah yeah sorry uh you know start vlogging yeah i do a blog but at least i'm gonna start actually doing a video blog so vlogging and things like that so why is this important though because a lot of this stuff are things that people can do themselves, right? They can, they if can. they have the time. Okay. So like I said, so what- That's it, the trick, right? The del- it, what's the one thing as a, as a business owner, you know, especially as a small business owner, yeah. it, you would love to be able to do, delegate some authorities. Or okay? even do it properly. Yeah, and that too, because not a lot of people are, you know, they might get on social media, but are they, you know, are they using the proper hashtags? You know, are they putting in, you know, are they putting in the right, you know, the right focus in the right, right areas of different groups? Are they connected to the groups that I'm connected to? Because yeah. they, you know, okay. they may be putting it out and 20 people are seeing it. When I put a post out, you know, thousands of people are seeing it. Yeah. So that's the thing. It's like, you know, this is this is what we do. The whole motto of Vets for Biz is you produce, we promote. We got your six. You stay on mission. You do what you do best. You produce that product or that good. Yeah. That's something I can't do. So basically, okay. you you end up forming the marketing department. For the most part, yeah, I try to you know, I do what I can just to get all eyes on that business, let people know loud and proud. Say, hey, this business is here. This is what they do. They're veterans. Check them out. Do so when you uh, when you first like start interacting with a business what's your process like how do you evaluate what their needs are and develop a, a plan for them well as I obviously I'll talk to the customers you know and I kind of go over it is okay what is it that you do you know what's your expertise what is it you're doing and then you know kind of getting to know their business a little bit I, I want mm-hmm. to you know have as much knowledge about the business as I can so that way I know what tools to bring in because not only do we do the marketing piece? So I want to see, you know, like, you know, who their customer base is, who they're trying to reach, things like that. But also at the same time, having the financial background, if there's, if I come across something as I'm peeling the onion, you know, the, the, the buzzwords there, uh, yeah, maybe I can help them in that particular area too. I'm trying to help them in all different areas. I mean, right now, Vets for Biz is more of a marketing promotion company. That was more the immediate need. Plus, it was a, obviously a cost-effective way to kind of get the business going. But what Vets for Biz is going to grow into is going to evolve into a full business consulting company to where you come in the door, you're not going to have to worry about retirement services, lending, payroll, merchant, you know, all those different areas because that's the, I'm going to have experts in all those areas handling that stuff for you. All you have to do is get back on mission, produce your product, produce your good. And if you have a question about anything or, you know, we're going to, yeah, we can plan these right. things out for you to where it's like, because a lot of business owners don't think about, 
exit strategies and they don't think about you know their retirement services like when do I start a SEP or a simple when can I start a 401k but see these are so things that we think about all the time as, as you're sitting here my the question that keeps popping into my mind is what part of your military experience helps you do be effective in it so was it you know utilization of some planning skills that you learned or leadership is there any or you know maybe nothing I don't know but is there anything from your military experience that you kind of lean on to help you like kind of navigate these waters other than maybe just the culture piece knowing what vets are like uh, I want to think that uh, a lot of it is that I am a veteran and you're veterans so you know we have that bond together like if we say we're gonna do something we're gonna do it you know what I mean? And just being able to lean on each other and then have that camaraderie. Because I think that's the one thing, I don't know about you guys, but that's the one thing that I miss about being in the military. So, you know, it's a you know, camaraderie. Like, hey, you know what? I, I don't have to, I got, you know, these guys got my six. I'm good. Yeah, you, can, you have a connection. Yeah, so we have the right, connection. But you also, like you said, you kind of alluded to, you, you can trust that person to your left and right because yeah. of the nature of your business in the military. You have to. Exactly. And then also, I mean, just the grit, the grind. You know what I mean? It's like, I'm not going to stop. I'm not going to quit. And I, when I say that, you know, I got your six, I'm like, I'm going to do everything I can to promote your business. I'm going to get, like I said, I can get that one person extra you didn't have before. And in most cases, with, you know, with the, uh, the, the charges that I charge, one customer pretty much make up like 100% ROI, return on investment. So, you know, that's really the goal is to be very cost effective, but very aggressive and just try to, you know, enhance your business that much more and partner with you guys. So do you have like a standard pricing model or is it something that you just kind of adapt to each company based on needs and, and the commitment and like requests for services? Uh, the standard pricing right now uh, is uh, it's $360 for the year. Okay, so and what that does, it gets you the full page uh, ad on uh, vetsforbiz.us. And that's it, it, it's that's just a conduit. It's just full of hyperlinks, all to uh -huh. your stuff, all to your social media, all to your websites and things like that. So it's like I said, it's literally just a conduit. So I could draw attention, you know, to Vets for Biz. Like I said, people see my shirts, you know, they're like, hey, what's that Vets for Biz thing? You're going to go on to the Vets for Biz site. They're going to see you. So it's a hub for them to come on as well. So exactly. so at the same time, you're also promoting Vets for Biz so that more you get more people on there as well. Correct. You get more residual. traffic you'll, from yeah. Exactly. So you'll get residual. I, I can I can promote. A completely different company, but because they're on the site, they're going to see you. So that's just a residual, you know, people, right. you know, uh, residual exposure. Now, when they're paying uh, for that as well, it's the the exposure, but also does that include the uh, those live events that you're doing? Uh, what what are you you calling them? Rally points? Yeah, right? I, I, the events are called rally. Rally points. Right. So, and those are for different businesses, right? Does that include one, two, or as many, or what does that include? Yeah, that's I, we can do a rally. If somebody has a veteran-owned business, whether they're a customer or not, but like I say, yeah, especially for customers, I can always do a rally point. Let's say a realtor is having an open house or something like that. If they you know if they want to have a rally point, or like I said, somebody obviously have a grand opening and they're moving locations yeah. things like that or so know, even non-customers you're you're uh you're uh, doing, doing the rally, rally points, points for? yeah yeah oh, exactly okay. so like yeah, the one that's coming up on the 23rd uh it's going to be at lifeboat coffee okay, okay. now lifeboat, lifeboat where is that uh it's on 7th uh, 7th street dunlap okay so lifeboat coffee at the moment is not a customer not yet okay but, <laughs> but i'm working on it okay so i mean that's the thing it really Again, it's like we're trying to build the community. You know, we're trying. I want veterans to know who the veteran business owners are, even if they're not necessarily business owners, just veterans. But I want veterans obviously doing business with veterans, you know, right. as well as the civilians too. That way, because the civilians, if they do business with veterans, you know, we follow a code. You know, we, right. have, we have a code. We have a sense of duty and honor. And we're gonna, you know, if we say, you know, most, most, some people are scumbags, but you know, whatever. Yeah. That's just, it's just people in general. Yeah. But, that's you know. the Air Force guys. I'm just kidding. No, no just kidding. We love the Air Force wow. guys. They're, you know, I was, you know, I was active duty in the Air Force at first. You know that. Were you? I didn't know mm -hmm. that. Their chicks are pretty hot. <laughs> they are. I don't know any. I don't know any Air Force chicks. I do. So, sorry, that, Crystal. That, no, so that's, so that's the thing. It's like, you know, I'm trying to build. Again, that community, that camaraderie. But I want people that you know, maybe like I said, they didn't know about Lifeboat Coffee. So why go to fucking Dutch Brothers or Starbucks when you can go to fucking Lifeboat? 
Yeah. Right. Well, that's where if you listen to you know one of our future episodes we got coming out, that's a good place to practice your bar fighting skills till you work up to you know upper level. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, man. Those you know, those, like I said, they got they got a bunch of army vets and like one guy's Coast Guard and uh, well, you know, start with that guy. Well, sorry, no, I was, I was talking about Starbucks. I was, well, I, was oh, I was gonna start at Luby's, man. Cause I think you know, mostly what 80, 85. Luby, yeah, that's true. But yeah. you know, you might run into one of those old veterans that that's still true. got hey, one man, like one guy, last round in him. He's he's good with that cane. He's got that one last. <laughs> he saved it up. He still he got those. Like the one shot. Says, I ain't as good as I once was. Yeah. I'm as good once as I ever was. I got one in the chamber. And that's all I need. <laughs> you <laughs> and saw. If, uh, and if you were listening to our time, you know, you put your head down a little bit. Like, you saw Gran Torino, right, man? Oh yeah. <laughs> that was a. I, I don't know why, but I see Abe doing that. Like I see that in his future. Get that's better than dying of cancer. I'd rather get shot and killed by some gangsters. Yeah. Well, that, I'm talking about just his whole attitude. Oh, just being racist just and old. Him. Well, just everything about him, dude. Just, just the old crusty bastard. Yeah. My kids probably won't like me when I'm that old. <laughs> my wife might not be dead, but I'm sure she'll left me by she'll, now. She'll leave you. It'll just she'll be me and my rifle and a stogie. <laughs> that's funny. But I'll be talking to Mexican kids because I live in Arizona. Yeah, yeah, not the not the be, Asians. It'll be like Pyongyangs or whatever. Whatever they were, were, yeah. So the um, Mungs, right? The, the, the Mungs, yeah, yeah, they're Mungs, yeah. yeah. So um, going back into this, is part of the deal when you have customers? Um, do you do financial services for them or any type of financial assistance? Uh, maybe not actual assistance, but guidance, maybe. Uh, yeah, I will right now. It's more or less that. That's kind of like more of a uh, ancillary thing. It's, it's just kind of you know customary, right? You know, for right now. But as the, the company evolves and grows and things like that, that's going to be a, a separate. That, that will be a separate charge later on. But you know, I, I'm just starting. You know, just growing the company now. So right. like I said, I want to be as a, a beneficial as I can to you know the company in any way you know that I can. That I'm partnering with. Right. So, you know, like I said, just kind of an ancillary thing. So if I if I see a need, obviously what am I gonna do? Keep my mouth shut? I'm gonna say, hey man, you know, I'm kinda of talking to you a little bit, I'm kinda of noticing this. Right, right. Maybe so you're gonna help them out, yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna help out any way I can. I'm trying to and be, then you know, you be a said resource, you know? You're also open to civilians, not just veterans. No, no, no. Vets for biz vets for biz is for veteran owned businesses. Okay. Okay. But I want civilians to do business with veteran Got owned it. businesses. So that way they know you know, or at least, you know, understand. Under, yeah, it's like, hey, you know, for not, you know, 99% of us, you know, like I said, we have, you know, honor. Okay. Yep. You know, we have a sense of duty. Understand yeah. that culture where we come from. And, um, all right. So, what else, uh, is going on out there right now besides the, uh, rally points, social media stuff? Any, any new developments that you're doing, or are you just trying to slow it out? Uh, grow, I'm sorry, I said grow it out slowly. Uh, well, I say it's kind of uh, evolving and you know getting legs, of course, too. Because uh, the one thing I also you know want to do is I want to try to be as innovative as possible. And you know, a lot of people can you know put up a website, you know, put up a, you know, a website thing, maybe a couple of pictures. I'm going video, so yeah. I'm gonna start going. And I uh, I just shot a, a commercial uh, for about blind cleaning. Uh, yeah. Actually, Korea, uh, a Korean War veteran uh, does uh, commercial and residential uh, cleaning services. Uh, it's a lot of bl blind clean, but they'll clean upholstery and things yeah. like that. Too. Is this a professional commercial or Correct. something on social media? Correct. Okay. Yeah. So no. I, well, I mean, I say I, I uh, shot the commercial with them. I did a I did an elevator speech for right. them. Then I also did like a one on one interview session like this. Oh, okay. So and I shot those. So those are uh, those are getting edited right now. I found the editing person I'm working with. Yeah. So uh, I'm gonna put those on the websites. So I'm gonna put those on the social media to where people get because my philosophy is. If people see you, they hear you talking, yeah. they, they hear your passion, the inflection in your voice when you're talking about the, the, the product or service that you provide, they'll be like, I want to do this with that guy. Yeah, you know I think I mean? video works uh, great. Um, right now, uh, you know, it used to be like Facebook in the beginning, you know, people were writing stuff in there and right. it was more of the um, uh, kind of like just text, pretty much text. And yeah. then images started to come up and, you know, right. you could always put pictures on there, but it wasn't as easy or people weren't really thinking ahead. So then that came up. And then for some reason, because this is where our minds go as humans, memes, memes were the biggest fucking thing, right? Right. And so, but now, now you've got Facebook Live, right? So videos became even more popular. There were more hits on videos. And if you do Facebook Live now, well, obviously the, you know, the calculations that Facebook has it so they can promote themselves. Right. Um, you're going to get more hits 
off any kind of Facebook uh, videos or Facebook live videos, even on Instagram, things like that. So right. yeah, videos definitely, and not only because you get to actually see the person and listen to them, right? It's just, uh, I don't know, visually stimulating. People can you get that uh, connection. Connect with you. Yeah, yeah. So and that's really uh, good that you're doing that. And now that stuff is going on your website. Correct. It's and go on, on social media. It's going to go on a website. It's going to go on social media. And then I'm also just going to give it to them to put on, you know, whatever kind of promotion thing like you know they want to do. So they'll be able to have that too. That's going to be. I'll probably. I'm going to do a. Uh, like a packaging kind of deal, like I said, so that'll probably be like six hundred dollars for the for the that for, that. for the for the annual for the annual uh, service and then for the video too. So. And then where because um, like Abe said that we're still working on this and we uh, we're still kind of new to this, so sometimes yeah. we forget to ask these questions. But before I do forget, where uh, can we find you? So what is the website? The website is www.bets the number four b i z dot us. CA by Can Do It. I can That's remember awesome. these things. I'm very proud of you. You took a big step toward becoming a professional podcaster. <laughs> he can't do, he can't do the counting right, though. One stop at a time. I'm still working on the counting. Well, again, that's a whole bilingual issue. Uno, dos, tres. <laughs> One, two, three. We even have we, we wrote a song for me. Me and Abe, Abe Abe's working with me on that. Uno, dos, tres. One, two, three. This is the way they talk between you and me. <laughs> All right, so that I got distracted. It was on the fly. That was, that was. Okay, so that's your website. Now you're on Facebook. Facebook. Uh, bets uh, for Biz, mm -hmm. right? And then Twitter. Twitter, of course. What Twitter. Same uh, thing? Yeah, at Bets for Biz. At Bets for Biz. And uh, then, I would really like people to su subscribe to the YouTube channel because that's where the genesis of like, all okay. the videos and so everything YouTube. are going to be. Yeah, YouTube. Same uh, thing, Vets for Biz. Same, Vets for Biz, exactly. So like I said Instagram. So, but you know, all the genesis the of everything. IG. Yep, all, all the uh, Insta. Insta, Insta, that's right, Insta. Insta, like, Insta. Yeah. So, I mean, that's where the, like I said, especially for like the interviews and things like that, it's all going to, the genesis is really going to be on like the YouTube channel. Uh, you know, but the interviews too, I mean, it may go different, it may go different places because like I just met, uh, Bill Stevens from he's the city manager for Litchfield Park. And yeah. I was just, you know, so I'm probably going to do an interview with him because he's a retired Air Force uh, yeah. veteran. Uh, he was a security specialist, an air-based ground defense guy. So I just want to do an interview with him just to, you know, kind of get Which better. is just a security guard. It's a fancy way of saying security. I don't know. I don't know. It's Air Force Infantry, okay? Oh, is that, is that whoa, what that whoa, is? Whoa, yeah. whoa, You slow down right there. Boy, <laughs> you calm hey, down. I don't want any of this 11 hey. Bravo showing up at my door tomorrow going, what the fuck did yeah, that Yeah, anyway, so we went to Who fucking Fort Dix and shit, too. So, hey, so yeah. wait, so you were... First of all, Fort Benning is home of the infantry. Even I know that. Again, if you... I, what was that website? Vetsforbiz.com? Dot U.S. Dot U.S. US, okay, and I've got his phone number as if you'd like to call and debate that last comment with him. Feel free. <laughs> Feel free to be Oh, he's calling man. you out. He, he always, uh, he always uh, Abe sends everybody, all the haters to me, so I'm glad you're here today. He can send them to you. You signed that disclosure uh, I did. agreement, I did. so you're good. No, so you said you had, uh, you joined the Air Force first, right? I did. I did. Uh, active duty? I did. And you were security forces? Is that what that Correct. was? And then how long so were you is, there? That is military police, then, right? Security it forces. It is MPs, yeah. yeah it'd be like much. the MPs, yeah. So right. I always... Uh, like I think, 92 Bravo and Army I or think we may have talked about this in, when, when we got together or when we talked over the phone last time, but um, I had a bunch of uh, security forces, uh, you know, um, around me in, in Iraq. They were attached to us. And we used to joke around with them saying that they did all the stuff that grunts pretty much did. Yeah. They had to train in all the weapon systems and mm -hmm. all that other stuff. And so I was like, why didn't you just join the Army and just become infantry or MPs? Because exactly. you guys are doing the same shit. Most people that join the Air Force, they join it because it's easier and you have barracks. You guys didn't have barracks. You guys, no, for the most part, we didn't. they were living out in, in like, even over here. So what's the, um, is it Lackland? Air Force Base, the Correct. one that's all private, in, is it Ohio? There's no Lackland, Lackland Air Force Base is in Texas. In Texas, which was the one in Ohio that's supposed to be top secret, where they moved uh, supposedly they moved the um, the stuff from New Mexico. Area 51. Area 51 supposedly is in the one in Ohio now. It's in Ohio now. Yeah. So well, we'll, right, Patterson, right, Patterson yes, Air Force Base. That's the one I believe. They wow. moved all kinds of secret shit there. Yes. Yeah, so so Look, I watch Ancient Aliens too, bro. That don't mean it's no, 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 no. Listen to me. So if anybody's out there and uh, can correct me, correct me. But I, I believe it's right, Patterson in Ohio. Um, I knew some of the guys that that we uh, do security there. They were, you know. Uh, uh, um, 
Um, what was it again? Air Force security was um, we call it security special. Secu- oh yeah, security forces. Security forces, now. right, right. SF. So we could yeah. say we had attached uh, guys, SF guys to us, but not real forces. Force. It was security forces. Anyway, man, this is kind of so the guy. If we're playing a drinking game, people would drink it right now because that was one of the rules. Whenever you start rambling, well, then you better start drinking. So they they used to do security at Wright Patterson, and there were places where they would be out in the middle of nowhere, right. and there were buildings with no windows or doors or anything. Thing, and nobody would go in and out, but yet they had them out there on a trailer uh, guarding these buildings in the right. middle of nowhere. And there are some of these areas that had vents on the middle of nowhere, these cornfields. There were vents all over the place. These guys would literally guard these places, had no idea why they were guarding these places, but they weren't allowed to have anybody get close or within a certain distance. Never saw anybody going in and out. So a lot of them were like, well, it's underground. There's a lot of underground shit in there. No windows, no doors. Um, they would live in a trailer for like two or three days. Uh, like a shitty trailer, right? With MREs or, or canned food or whatever they could make in there. And then they'd go back home, they'd trade off with someone else and stuff. So it was pretty shitty, you know, for air. It wasn't what you would normally think of Air Force living, Yeah, right? no, we weren't. Like, yeah, even, so, even our barracks was more like fucking Animal House than it was, you know. Right. I heard, like, you know, some of the Air Force guys, like the North End of the Bay, like, they got, like, these really nice, sweet, like, rooms and shit right. like that. And we were living in fucking Animal House, you know, so. <laughs> so, um, so there was two things right there. One is I want to, you know, say that most of those guys said they you know wasn't easy living and there was you know a lot of training and stuff like that but the other one because i really want to get into that the whole alien shit or whatever but um that might do be for another show too? do i promote aliens you consider that like a business a vet business not illegal aliens but if you had veterans <laughs> if you had aliens that came here and there was a war and we won and they ended up staying behind and they became veterans 20 years from now would you be open to promoting uh, alien veteran businesses if they swore an oath to defend this country, absolutely, man. Like, yeah, so, they, again, <laughs> those immigrants are even better than the ones we have now. Absolutely. <laughs> These guys from outer space. He will space. not let it go. <laughs> it just comes right back it to it, man. Right it's, it's, to it. Yeah, everything in this world is all about immigration. All right, so I went off, I went off on a tangent. You did. You totally hijacked the fucking show. Let me, uh, let me, let me bring it back. So, so let me Force. recap. Fucking Air Force, the MPs are called SF. There's all the shit from Nevada and Area 51 is at Wright Patterson. Yeah. Some Air Force guys do not live in five star accommodations. Yeah. Aliens from other planets are more respectable in your mind than illegal aliens. <laughs> and if they were to become entrepreneurs on this planet or this galaxy, you, you would, would be open. You would be open to promoting their business. Absolutely. Thank you for. And that's for 15 minutes. We never will get back. Thank you. Thank you for bringing so, it all right, in. Let's let's do this. So we we went on the website, right? Boom. We, we kind of talked about what you're doing, kind of your whole approach to it, um, your glide path, your, your kind of, you know, prediction for where you want to see this company go, right? Uh-huh. So let's say I'm, a, I'm an entrepreneur, right? Um, and I run a podcast of all things, right? And I want to monetize this podcast and make this a business. I call you up and I say, Chris, I'm interested in your services. What do I need to have prior to talking to you for that first meeting? What do I, what, what, what do I need to bring you? for our first meeting to sit down so that you can accurately begin the process. You know, like I say, I do not necessarily have to bring me anything as far as, like, you know, I don't need, like, tax returns or anything. No, but so what do I need to be ready to discuss, though? Just discuss you and your business and what your, you know, what the dream is and what you're trying to do. I, I'll talk to you. Hey, how did you get into this business? Like, you know, mm-hmm. how did you start it? You know, it could be, it was it, did you take it over from your dad? Did you start it up on yourself? Or, you know, so I try to, like I said, I try to partner. I want to be a partner with these people. Okay. So I want to get to know you in the business. Not like, I don't want it to be like a transaction. Right. Okay. You go over their goals. Correct. Expectations, yeah. things like that. Yeah. All right. So I, you know, I talk to them about, you know, Hey, you know, what, what, you know, what are you, you know, what are you trying to see in the future? What is it that, you know, what are your strong points? What are your weak points? You know, you almost do like a, like a SWOT analysis. Yeah. Like yeah. a little verbal SWOT analysis. Right. Stop right there. So, for those of you that listened to one of our, was episode two? Oh, yeah, I think you SWOT about analysis, another thing that you could do for a SWOT analysis to, for all you knuckle draggers out there that don't know what a SWOT is, we'll let Chris explain it in a second, but think op order, five paragraph oh, yeah. op order. If that's too yeah. complicated, think of a, a salute, a sit rep, right? If you can make a salute report and just kind of tweak that about your business... Then you'll have enough information to talk to Chris. Don't hey, tell right? him anymore, Abe. Just guide him to episode. I think it's three. Talking biz. Is it episode two or three? Talking biz. Anyway, we didn't talk what, about the salute report. Either but way, we talk did put biz? out some really good um, references on that episode. Yes. Talking biz the, was one of the most popular yeah, ones with the SBA and just different ways. Let me look it so up. even if I don't have a business necessarily yet, if I'm just thinking of starting one, if mm-hmm. I do that, then I could uh, 
be ready to talk to you. So please continue with the SWOT analysis. Okay. Uh, uh, SWOT analysis is strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. Okay. So, um, you know, well, I say, I, again, I don't, I don't try to make it, you know, as formal right now, but, uh, you know, I try to just want to go over, you know, what, you know, what they think their, you know, their strengths and their weaknesses are. And then, you know, how we can, you know, help uh, strengthen their weak points a little bit. If it's, if, if, if it's a, an area that, you know, I have some knowledge in or something like that, I try to, you know, obviously be a resource. If it's not something that I have a, uh, an expertise in, obviously, you know, I probably know people that do. So that way, you know, I can, I can, you know, get them to the right resources. Okay. Opportunities, like I said, what are, you know, what are they seeing, you know, as far as the future, like, you know, what, you know, what their market's going to, you know, going to bring to them and what are the threats? Like who's their competition? Okay. I mean, so, and then, you know, what we not Al Qaeda. Yeah. ISIS wouldn't be a threat. Not at the moment. Okay, cool. Yeah, we're, we're kicking I'm their taking ass. Notes yeah, yeah. Right here. Unless Sorry. you're doing uh, I, I know there's some there's there's a former eleven Bravo right now asking like, Whoa, what does he mean? Just making sure yeah, Abe's yeah, just so, here to kinda of clear the airwaves. Yeah, I'm kinda of translating for the grunts. Go Thank ahead. you, I appreciate that. <laughs> so, you know. So again, like I said, if, if, if I if I notice a need, okay, whether it's, you know, a marketing and promotion thing or like it could be a financial thing, it could be, you know, Maybe said maybe they don't have a business plan. Maybe they haven't, you know, they haven't thought that op order out. You know, things like that. You know, I can get them in touch with you know Mike Babb over at SBDC, who's an Air Force vet, uh, small business development corporation. Oh yeah, Jim Pipper. Oh, yeah. Pipper. We talked about absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know the boots of business yeah. thing. I'm a, I'm usually a guest got speaker. Resources at, up in this moment. Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, I'm usually I'm usually was I, I was a guest speaker at Boots the Business, but like I said, now Pipper's doing this thing where it's just Veteran Resource Center now, where he, he's not with Boots the Business anymore. But so oh, some, he's not doing that. No, somebody else took that over. Yeah. So, but now, but Pipper's doing his own thing down at the SBA building, and um, again, it's just a it's a veteran resource group, you that's know. Cool. And a piece of, you know, but Pipper's doing his thing. So there's another dude right there that's old, and well, in Pipper, shape. Yeah. He's a badass, and though, he's right? a badass. He's, he's a marine. Yeah, he's a badass. <laughs> so, um, you know, I said if I, if I can identify any, like I said, you know, being, you know, it, I have a pretty diverse background. You know, as far as like working in like even like retirement services from like Morgan Stanley and Charles Schwab, and then also you know being in the you know, financial uh, lending business for over 20 years, so I can you know I see a lot of you know opportunities and things like that. If I get them in touch with like the right resources, yeah. you know I try to do that again. I just right, I just want to be an asset to you know these people. I want to help my brothers. And sisters wait, wait, out. what'd you say? I said I want to be an asset to yeah, my yeah, brothers and sisters. Not an asshat. Let him speak. Oh, okay. <laughs> an asset. Asset, excuse me. <laughs> Just I want to be an asset for you. So, oh, can you do the rest of this interview in a German accent, actually? If you want to, I can you know, quit screwing around. Yes. You know? No. Yes, yeah, Mario, no, Mario, no. we're supposed to be having a serious interview over here. Quit fucking around. Please, please do it. Keep Damn going. it. Keep going. I do not approve. Yes, yes. I do not Abe, approve. Let him. No. Please? No. Okay, later. Later, we'll t- <laughs> me and you. <laughs> I'll tell you what. After this podcast. You can sit down and listen, to, and you can record yourself listening to it while you drink, and you can talk all the German bullshit you want. I'm not as good. That's but why he was really right good. Right now, the listeners want to know about business. All right, go ahead. Okay, yeah, In I'm a gonna, non-German I, accent, I, I guess. I, they don't give a fuck where the chopper is. Party okay? pooper. They're not trying to get to the chopper. Why'd you remind me of that? Oh, man. Get to the chopper. You ever heard? There's a band. Uh, you know what? We'll, we'll attach it to this episode. What's Austrian the name of the band? <laughs> Austrian, Austrian Death, Machine. Death Machine. Have you heard of them? It's I've heard of the band. It's a tree. We'll, we'll put yeah, yeah. the chopper on the yeah. end of this episode. All right, yeah. All right. Go, go ahead and well, finish so, up. And then so I'll... much for everybody knowing about Vets for Biz. Everybody's like, okay, it's fucking Comedy Central over here. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's how we keep them entertained. Yeah. We, we drag them Are you not entertained? Comedy. No, but you know, and it just kind of not to hijack you even more than Mario's already done, but you know, as the vets, you know, that's one thing that we're good at is that whole comedy element and yeah. kind of keeping things loose because. If you're dealing with, it's been my experience too with in the civilian sector as well as the public sector in my work. If you can at least approach things from kind of a not necessarily comedic but a positive way, you know, a lot of positivity is achieved through yeah. comedy. Then you you know it helps people attain their goals quickly and it keeps them you know keeps them from getting bogged down with the mundane and then, like you're saying, on being an entrepreneur sucks. Yeah, it's, it's tough. Yeah, people it's like don't get think it. of it like this. Plus, a good metaphor is imagine if you got up every day. And you put on your boots and you just dug ditches all day, all day. I've done that. All day, and twenty-four it sucks. hours a day. You you may get a break for lunch, whatever, but that's all you do because that is what that work is like. Yeah. Know? And if you can't laugh, smile, and be positive, you're really gonna hate life, man. Another thing where I think it kind of helps too, in a way, like I said, if you think about it. Okay, so we're veterans, right? 
Okay, so like I said, we've done a bunch of shit, you know, things like that. You get some douche from Scottsdale who's born with a silver spoon in his mouth, like, well, I can help grow your, you know, he's all, you know, got his marketing degree from, you know, blah, 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 whatever, whatever, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, you tell a couple, you know, sideways jokes with him, he's going to be all offended and shit. You know, yeah. Like, you know, where we could, we could crack jokes and talk shit and do whatever the hell we want to do and kick ass in business all at the same time. Right, right. You know what I mean? I'd like to think that, um, uh, we kind of did that to you when when we first started with the podcast and you heard it mm-hmm. that maybe that's what attracted you to us obviously uh, no you know and I'm, I'm gonna be dead no I'm gonna be, de- I'm gonna be dead dead serious did you find our podcast? I think it was uh, Jessica. Jessica. Jessica Jessica Rosa yeah Jessica Rosa she's a sweetheart yeah, yeah she, she's she hooked awesome. them up she she hooked us up through Facebook Messenger or yeah, something or, or tag you in one of our posts and yeah. something. Yeah, she hooked us up and then you know. But again, it's it, you know we didn't run you off then, so no. She, like I said, Abe, Abe can't make me cry. He can try all he wants, but it's not. Gonna oh no, no, don't challenge him. Nobody thinks that. Like I'm just this mean guy, like running around trying to hurt people. He's not trying. He doesn't try. It's just how it's just he his is. nature. I yeah. get it. But I'm yeah. not the most positive, upbeat person I know. <laughs> I'm like a ray of fucking sunshine in this bitch. <laughs> I um. So, anyways, what were you saying about the business thing or whatever? No, it's, I, I think that's the thing with with you know with veteran business owners, they're going to be more comfortable with somebody like me because I'm not some fucking tool from Scottsdale. Yeah. You know, say I was born with a silver spoon in his mouth and shit. You know what I mean? I've been in the fucking trenches. I've been in the shit. You know what I mean? So it's like you know we can talk the same language. You know we you know and like I said they, you know I'm also noticing. You know, obviously, you know, there's something wrong. You know what I mean? Something's not right. They're in that dark place again. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, you know what? Put Let's put all this bullshit aside. Let's talk, dude. So besides the, you know, the um, social media, the, um, the advice, you can also reach out to veterans if they're not, um, like you said, um, doing too well yeah uh mentally yeah. maybe uh, yeah they're in that they're in that dark place maybe again, dealing you know? with some depression or even post-traumatic stress you're saying you can connect with those folks and and help in ways that others folks can't right so even to, just some tool back from scottsdale is not gonna be able to you know want to even no. want to talk to you about that shit. and and any other person uh even if they're not a tool back just a guy that's trying to help might not even be able to understand that right and so they're not going to be able to help you you know even if they're a nice guy so that's the other piece too, I guess, is for you. Maybe um, let's develop a, a plan for this guy and, and, and help him out too. Is uh, well, you know, it's no, not just I about mean, being a nice guy, but it's also about knowing that culture. It's about so. a, yeah, it's about a shared experience. Um, the other thing too is what you kind of alluded to, as you so eloquently put it, some douchebag from Scottsdale. They may just not understand the veteran culture, communication habits, things like that, as well as you would. So if you went to meet with somebody and they were kind of short with you or seemed a little standoffish, you, you get it. You understand it. And so you're not going to yeah. get your feelings All aren't going to get hurt. Or, yeah. or even if they're just extremely direct with you. And you know what? You may actually have, because of your shared experience, that ability to look at that business owner or potential um, entrepreneur and actually kind of pull out your own internal knife hand and be able to give it back to them and say, look, you need to calm down, pump your brakes, X, Y, and Z is happening, task condition standards, lay it out for them in a way that maybe someone that's just not familiar with the veteran culture or that experience may not know that sometimes as veterans, that's usually the best way we work. Yeah. We don't necessarily need someone to, to coddle us and tell us, you know, make sure our <laughs> feelings are okay, but sometimes we just need that swift kick in the ass, like, hey, fucking head out, let's go, you know? Yeah, fucking suck that shit up and drive on, what the fuck? So earlier, Abe said he thought you were a Marine because you were wearing a, a red and, yeah, and red yellow, yellow shirt. And but then turns out that you started off as an Air Force Security Forces guy. But before we finish up, uh, I want people to also know that you were in the Army as well after the Air Force, correct? That is correct. So you looked like you were in the Marines, but you were start off in you the still Air got Force the and ended too. up, yeah, and ended up in the Army. What'd you do in the Army? Uh, I was a forward observer. So King of battle. <laughs> so thirteen Foxtrot. How yeah. long did you do that for? Uh, five years. Five years. Um, how long were you in the Air Force again? Uh, three. So three years, eight so total. eight years total. Correct. Um, and then uh, I think Abe kind of alluded to that earlier, or he may have asked that question of what skills did you take out from, from the military that, that were useful to uh, besides the uh, camaraderie and stuff, because I think mm-hmm. you, you touched on that. That was yeah, probably yeah. one of the best pieces. But what actual skills, if, if any, like you said, there, maybe there wasn't, but what actual skills uh, do you bring to the table from the military side? 
Well, uh, you know, being being a forward observer, I have to know what assets are in the area. Yeah. Right. I have to know uh-huh. by if I'm calling in airstrikes, if, if it's going to be helos coming in, if it's going to be you know, actually fast movers, if I got one five fives in the area. So I got to know you're over maybe just ninety million. These, by the way, are all aircraft and bombs. Yes. <laughs> for any civilian use. Uh, yeah, for our two civilians. <laughs> so if I'm calling in one five fives and things, I got and I got to know the range and I got to know the timing. I got to know what's going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how does that equate to social media or any advertising that you're doing? Yeah, I mean, like I said, so if I, you know, can find, you know, if I know what assets I have, like I said, as far Sounds as... Sounds like to me he knows how to analyze the battle space. Yeah, or which in was... in terms, maybe perhaps the marketplace. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, well, thanks for getting. I'm, I'm stealing that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, that's, why I said, that's why I said earlier. I actually listen to Sergeant's time, and I do get no. And I'm, I'm not even joking yeah. around. Forget all the that's all awesome. the bullshit from it. No, I listen to Sergeant's time, and you know, like I said, when you when you were uh, actually discussing that thing, I was like, I never, I even I never thought. I mean, I knew what a business yeah, plan, right, obviously, right. but I never, you know, I never thought about you know do, uh, doing it that way. I'm like, I'm like yeah, that's, that's yeah, you know, attaching that's, that. You know, it's all about yeah. like what we're. It's all about just showing the veteran community that the things you learned in the military, some of your soft skills is what we kind of call them, the, you know, that there's, there's an actual practical application in the civilian world. And I would just say, like, the generally the average veteran has a lot more skills than they realize. And exactly. one of the reasons, motivations for our show, having you here today, is to try to get that, that, just follow that up. So a lot of what you're doing relates back to lessons you learned in the military. So Correct. you're telling us a great... Narrative right now, you have you 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 know the complete battle space looks like you're managing the battle space for all intents and purposes. You're coordinating assets, you're identifying resources, things like that, and that's exactly what you're doing for vet businesses. Correct. And so that's where one of the biggest reasons why we brought you back again was we wanted to let people know that you can that there are people out there like yourself yeah. that are using those talents, you know. And maybe someone listens to this and you know gets inspired and says, you know what. Maybe I could start my own business because I did X, Y, and Z in the military. And, well, you know, those things let, are let, let, me, let me touch on that for a minute, too, uh, if we can. I am the most unlikely of people. As I said, I grew up in Danbury, Connecticut, okay? I was, you know, I was, grew up on the other side of the tracks. You know, everybody's like, oh, you're going to be a no-good leg breaker like your old man, blah, 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 whatever, whatever. Okay, so I had to overcome... I was in a dark space before I even joined the military, let alone after I joined the military. So where you come from is not where you're gonna be. You're not in that cycle, okay? You can break the cycle, okay? And even in the military, okay, so in the military, what did I learn about? I learned about you know, how to use weapons effectively and learn how to blow a lot of shit up, okay? How does that correlate into banking? It doesn't, but the motivation the drive, the mindset, the you know the 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 attention to detail, the 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 mission. What's the mission? Yeah. What are we doing? How and and, and you know and, and taking that and just getting cut loose and just go. Okay, these are things that I took, you know, from the military as well. It's like you know I didn't have to be handheld. Okay, they just told me what the mission was and I just did it. Right, right. You know, so again, I had a Series Seven license before I had a college degree. Okay. So it's a, you have to learn how to adapt. You have to learn to be you know in these situations, and you learn all this in the military. So okay, I don't care if you were eleven Bravo. And series seven for those that don't know is that what is that financial advisor? Yeah, that's a, a, a licensed stockbroker. Okay, licensed stockbroker. There you okay, go. so again, you know, if you look at my and that's what you got into after the military, correct? correct. I did correct. So if you look at my military, like you know, she like you know, it's like okay, so you know, he's a qualified expert on this weapon, this weapon, this weapon. How does that correlate into banking? It doesn't. But what I had, what the Silver Spoons didn't have, is that, like I said, I had life experience. You know what I'm saying? Again, you guys cover this all the time. Ain't nobody dying today. Yeah. Okay? So how bad is it really? You know what I mean? Yeah. And being able to brush that shit off. It's all about perspective. Yeah. (laughs) You know? Like I said, nobody's shooting at you, so just calm down. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, drive on, man. So, again, I want to be able to, you know, be an inspiration to some people, too. It's like, hey. For all intents and purposes, like I said, you know, the, the going joke is when I was in high school, I was either going to be an axe murderer in prison or something like that, you know, or a professional wrestler. It's never so, too late, by yeah. the way. It's <laughs> never too late. <laughs> you got to follow your dreams. Yeah. yeah. So, it, you know, you can't, you know, just go, okay, so, you know, just you can't do this. Okay. You know, I mean, you can't evolve. Okay. So, you know, like I said, you were, you know, like I said, maybe you're just, you know, 11, you know, you're thinking, okay, well, I'm, I'm 11, probably the only thing I can be is a cop. Right? No, that's not necessarily the case. You can be whatever you want to be. You can go in. I had a buddy of mine, uh, Scott McCremmon, like I said, you know, he was in the Marines, okay? And he, he got out. He was a federal prison guard. Yeah. Okay? 
and then but then he went to school used his GI Bill he got all Cisco certified things like that um, he just got some high-speed ass civilian job you know just I mean, recently or oh yeah well but no he but he, he kept kind of like going up going up actually he was the head of the IT for the VA for oh, a wow. while and then he got another again then he got an outside civilian job game yeah. where he's making bank yeah he's making bank well and, that federal job wasn't too bad I'm sure no no it wasn't <laughs> bad but compared to what he's but making now, on the so, civilian yeah, side yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, he's crushing it okay so that's the thing and he started out as a marine he was a grunt in the marines yeah okay so just because yeah and, and like I said obviously you know my brothers and sisters you know <laughs> you, you know, you you, know, you 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 have a job in the military, okay? But that doesn't mean you can't evolve. That doesn't mean you. I mean, if you, if you hey, if you want, if you're a mechanic in the military, you're a diesel mechanic, highly sought after skill, right? In a civilian sector, you can make a shitload of yeah. money. Okay, yeah, go yeah. for it. Or like I said, if you have welding skills, oh my oh, god, man, you can write one, yeah. your own ticket right now. You can literally write your own ticket. And currently, there's a lot of stuff going on in the legislature that are the, the laws are being changed that are allowing veterans that come out of the military with certain trainings that won't have to go get certain certifications. They they already have, have because them, they man. already have them. Uh, yeah. Truck driving is one of them where yeah. you used to have to come out and you used to have to go six or eight months of truck driving school when you did it all in the military. Right. Now you don't, uh, or it's a lot less uh, medical uh, for uh, uh, medics. Same right. thing's yeah. happening where they, they still have to go back and get some certifications, some school, but it's not that year or two years that they, right. used, they would have had to be in the past. It's almost cut in half, if not more. So those things are happening as well now. Yeah. So on top of, like you said, that mindset, the, 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 um, the, the laws are changing to allow them because they understand that, hey, these guys bringing a lot to the table. Mm-hmm. Let's give them that opportunity. I just like again, you know, that using those skills and taking what you have in the military and correlating that and you know monetizing that's great. But also again, if you don't, like I said, if you are you know eleven Bravo and you don't want to be a cop, you don't have to be a cop. Okay, right, right. You, you can go into a completely different field. Okay, and a lot like of people said, do. Yeah, and you said you know again, you know it's going to sound cliche, but follow your dream, but what you know makes you happy no, in your heart, man. It, you know, evolve into that. Like I say, because if you would ask me, like I said, when I was a kid, hey, you're going to be, you know, a business banker and, you know, doing commercial loans. I'm like, are you out of your freaking mind? Right, you know, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, hey, 20 years later, holy shit. That's what you yeah, did, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, it's, but, you know, so if you want to start a business, especially now, this is the most pro-business time that I can recall in a very long time. Yeah, yeah. Okay, you know, if you want to get in your and be an entrepreneur, because like I said, because, you know, when we get out of the military, it's like, I'm not going to... It cut off. Is it still working? No, you're good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, like I said, you know, right now it's the most pro business time. Like I said, things, you know, if you don't want to get out and work for some asshat civilian, things like that, you say, you know what? I can't bother. I can't be bothered working for anybody. I got to do this thing. Right. Do that thing. You know but do saying? it. But, but actually yeah, do but, it. But then again, but there's resources that yep. you can, like I said, and like I said, if you don't know what those resources are, feel free to contact me, okay? Like I said, because I, I, I have the connections to where yeah. I can get you in touch with the guys from SD, SBDC. Or like I said, or if you want to know about, hey, I want to start this business, but, you know, I you know like I, said, I have to get investors and I have to get hard. No, you don't. You don't need investors. Like I said, there's other alternative means out there that aren't you're going to ass rape you all day. So before we close up, you 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 told us where we could reach you, websites, not some uh, email. I don't know if you mentioned email. Do you? Oh uh, yeah, one? E- email is uh, vetsforbizus at gmail.com. Okay. Is um, there a phone number yeah. yet? Um, yep. Six two three three zero eight nine seven three two. Perfect. And we'll attach all this stuff um, when when the the show comes out. We'll put it in the comment section on Facebook and Instagram, wherever uh, we promote the podcast. We'll make sure we put it out there as well. Yeah. So um, anything else you want to leave our, our audience members with, uh, final words or anything else you want to add to this? Again, I don't want to get too, you know, uh, get too heavy because I know we try to keep it light and yeah, it's yeah. fun and stuff like that. But again, you know, I've been really kind of reflecting on it. You know, Abe was asking why I get up at two o'clock in the morning. I, you know, my my language doesn't sound like, but you know, I'm a I'm a believer in Jesus Christ. Yeah. So you know, I've given my life to Christ. So, what got me out of that dark place was Jesus. Yeah. Okay. And I was in that dark place before I even joined the military. And I did a lot of things we don't even want to talk about. But before you take your life, when you think there's just no other way, I just want to quit. I want the pain to end. I've been yeah. down to the bottom of every bottle. I've taken all the pills. I've slept with all the women. And I said, nothing satisfied that gap in my soul like Jesus, okay? Yeah. So if you're in that point, if you're at that space, 
you know what? I know people have different, you know, backgrounds. I grew up Catholic and all this stuff, but I didn't <laughs> yeah. have, but I didn't have a relationship with Christ. Right. All I ever heard was "You're going to hell, you're going to hell." Yeah. And then and so I just put on, a, stuff, I right? put on ACDC and just hit the yeah, highway yep, full speed, yep. right? But no, but it wasn't until I had a relationship with Jesus Christ and do I, I mean, I literally hit rock bottom, and I said, "Okay, God," and I gave him the ultimatum. You got one shot at me, one shot only. Right. You know, and you know, I. You know, he turned my whole life. No, he literally turned yeah. my whole life around. And that doesn't mean that my life is all, you know, sunshine and rainbows still at the same time. But I, you know, I, when I know when I'm at my yeah. lowest, I can turn to him. You know what I mean? So, yeah. and I, like I said, people are going to get all pissed off. And, no, you know, man, there's, uh, you know what? Everybody has a belief in something. Yeah. It, it doesn't matter what it is. I think that that is something that, uh, you know, it's a big part of the entrepreneur, uh, entrepreneurial world, mm-hmm. right? Where you have to believe in something, whether it's, yourself whether it's a religion uh even just believing in in what you're doing in your business and things like that. i think that keeps people in order you know i think it keeps you sane mm-hmm. you know knowing that there's someone there to to watch your back and for some people that that's their their partner that's their spouse whatever they believe in right yeah. uh religion is one of those uh, uh big things for most people so no i don't think that there's gonna be anyone here judging or anything well else i mean they can't they can't they want it doesn't matter care. right yeah but, like, like, I, don't I, don't but I just yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> so but just no but what i'm saying is i think you're going to connect with a lot of people too in that way as well just like with the military piece with this because there are people out there that are thinking about it or, or don't know where to go and this might actually help them so yeah i mean yeah, i mean that's i know that's what got me out of my dark yeah. space and it and, and i you know and i do i slide i slide back you know i mean i, I get in some dark spaces again still you know so my life isn't all sunshine and rainbows but before and i'm hearing about this just way too much i'm seeing posts so like i just want it to end I'm yeah like, yeah you know, i want to quit you know and you know and i know what they're talking about it's like hey man there, there is a, there is a different way, and I know people have been burned by churches before, like you know I have in my right. life. But that was that was people they got burned by. It wasn't the actual. Like I said, I have a relationship with Jesus Christ. Right. It's one hundred percent different. So, just if, like you know, like kind of like what Trump was saying when he got elected, say what up, what do you got to lose? I mean, yeah. give it. I mean, but <laughs> just, if you take, but if you yeah. give Jesus a shot, I guarantee you, he's gonna come through for you. But I mean, that's I just I'm just reading about this too much, man. And like I said yeah. I know I've been in that hole where, hey, eating a bullet sounded like a pretty damn good option. You know what I mean? And then, but I just don't want anybody. I don't want to see any more. You know, of our brothers and sisters. Well, you know, you know, going going that route. You know. You know, saying? the other piece to this too is that as long as we can continue to help people find those resources. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. it's not about catching those people when they're in those dark spaces because as you know if somebody really wants to take their life it's gonna happen. it's gonna happen right, right? you can't be there 24 right. 7 so the point is to try to catch them before that right before yeah. it gets too late yeah. so maybe as they're leaving the military maybe as they're figuring out and doing their whole reintegration uh-huh. thing that you're here as a vets for biz to guide them onto their next challenge the next level in their Absolutely. life uh and so that they're like okay cool before they Go find that job and then quit within a year or before they even take two years to find a job, right? Before they get into that whole struggle, before Mm -hmm. they get into that hole where financially they can't support their family anymore. Hopefully that we're reaching those folks because that, I think, is how it's really going to to start changing things is being there before the fact, Mm -hmm. before the – the now, that doesn't mean that we can't help those folks that are in those places right? because I think you should never give up on anybody, right? Absolutely. Uh, You said it best. I mean, you were there, and you got yourself out and with, uh, you know, the help of, you know, God and your religion, so that's great, and I think a lot of people need to hear that too for them, you know, but no matter what it is, even if it's just that whole veteran side, I think that's going to help too. Yeah, and, so, and you know, I, I really love what you know what Daniel did. You know, you know, he might be a veteran. If yeah, have it, just having that thing. You know, the the other night at the monastery. Yeah. You know, and a bunch of veterans just getting together, and that's what I'm doing at the rally points too, man. Right. You know, I said, you know, when I had, when we're at the rally points, I mean, yeah, we're, we we want to promote that veteran business, but at the same time, it's all about the camaraderie, bringing vets together. You know, what I mean, so that way we get to know each other, right? And because you know, like I said, we you know. Yeah, the Bible even says, you know, there's nothing new under the sun, okay? So, you know, you've been in some shit, I've been in some shit, you know, we can get through it together, you know, so we can, you know, range your buddy up and then, you know, get, you know, get through it together. So, you know, you got to know, hey, you know what, there's brothers and sisters out here that, you know, that will invest time in you and that will, you know, that'll help you. You're not alone, okay? Yeah. Don't, you know, don't be, don't be alone. If you're in that space, don't be alone. You know what I mean? Get, you know, get with, get with, you know, get with us and, 
you know, let's let's get through it together. Kind of thing, you know, that's perfect. No, I get it, man, and that's. Uh, that's uh, I just been on my heart lately, dude. So I just, you know, like I said, I don't want to, you know, get all heavy and stuff no, like that. You know, I know we like to keep it light, but at the same time, it's, you know, or, you know, it, you, you hear about it, I hear about it. You've been in spaces, I've been in spaces. It's like, you know, hey, man. We, uh, we like to go uh, in every direction. I don't know you've listened to enough of these podcasts to know that it, there is no one. We don't just go in one direction. Right, right. So it's good. We could get heavy. We could get loose. We could get funny, whatever. Uh, the whole point is to be real, right? And I think we've been real. Um, so especially you. So I really appreciate you, uh, you know, uh, letting loose and talking to us, uh, taking, you know, Abe's shit and giving it back <laughs> and then getting, you know, uh, real with your, you know, business and what you're doing and also in, in your personal life too a little bit. So thank you for that because I, I really do think that'll help some, some folks, you know. Yeah. Uh, so for um, Christopher Flowers, uh, I want to thank you. Thank you. Again, thank you for coming out as well to the, you know, the uh, veterans event tonight, the veterans night four. Yeah, you will. Awesome. Uh, we'll try to support you however we can. If we can make it out there, I'd love to try to make it out. I'll let you know. But either way, we'll support you. If we want to spread the word. Uh, Just spread the word. Say it's that a, date one more time. It's going to be a 23 June. It's a Saturday. Uh, Lifeboat Coffee, 7th Street in Dunlap. It's just going to be from 1,000 to 1,300 hours. And that's a veteran-owned business. Veteran-owned business, like I said, the guys who own it. Uh, one Coast Guard and I think a couple Army vets own it. Cool. Yeah, so, you know, so come on out. Like I said, just get with some like-minded people. You know, come hang out, have a, you know, have a good cup of coffee, and you know, let's say, get, you know, get some resources. Let's say, even if you're not a, if you're not a business owner, you can come out just get some, you know, personal resources. Okay. Just hang out with some other, you know, Meet some other some vets. That's, you know, that actually did happen at, uh, and we'll talk uh, later offline. But uh, Veterans Night for the other night. Um, met some people that uh, were new to the area and were yeah. just there to hang out. See. One of them, I think, was there by accident, so it was kind of cool. So it yeah. happens. Yeah, you know? and then, uh, well, uh, I'm sorry, I forget her name, but Mama Bear there, what's her? Uh, oh, Nika. Nika. Yeah. She even said the same thing. She came to Arizona, and she's like, hey, I need to hook up with some vets. And she when she first Daniel, got here, yeah. And she found yep. Daniel and things like that, and then, you know, that helped her, you know, get acclimated to Arizona and everything like that. So I said, you're not, you're not in this alone, man. Yeah, it happens, and now she's out there giving back. Yeah. So that's awesome. the best yeah. part. So, yeah. very cool. uh, so thank you again. Uh, we had a uh, veterans for biz once again. Chris vets, Flowers vets. I always say veterans, man. I want to say veterans. It's vets for biz. Uh, thank you, Christopher Flowers, for uh, Abe corned beef taco with mustard McCann. Uh, I'm Mario Aguirre. So we're out of here, man. Thanks again. Appreciate it.